Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to the animated series Star Wars Resistance. Alright everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and this is an emergency broadcast where we're going to talk about that amazing mid-season trailer that dropped, and also a very important announcement that we were waiting for. But before I get into that, uh, just a reminder that the mid-season review of Resistance is up on the Radio Dakar uh, account on iTunes and SoundCloud. I was joined by a special guest, Jonah Marie Macias, as we uh, talked about what we've seen and what we hope to see. And a lot of what we talked about, what we'd like to see or what we expected to see in the second half, was in this trailer. So I'm, I'm glad we got that episode out before this dropped, uh, because it was fun to see how much we got uh, as far as our predictions. Uh, but l- let's go on to the big, the big news. Season two is confirmed. Uh, Lucasfilm made a release about it. Uh, it's in multiple um, media markets. Uh, we are getting season two of Resistance. That will be in the fall of 2019. Uh, very excited that the story continues. That it's not just a self-contained one season deal. Um, I had my suspicions that there's more coming. Uh, based on some interactions I had uh, with the voice talent. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited uh, get get to keep doing this for this show. I um, also decided to do reviews for The Mandalorian when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. You know, we're still not sure if that's going to be uh, a binge-watch style or if they're going to release ep- uh, one episode per week. It's a very limited run anyway. I think it's eight episodes officially. It might be ten. But get to do another season and a half of Resistance at least, and I am really excited about that. I'm glad they got went ahead and got the announcement out of the way, because I really thought they would wait till Celebration uh, to to announce it. Because if if they uh, waited till the end of Resistance, which I'm guessing they're going to go just straight through with these last ten ten or so episodes, which puts us finishing the season before Celebration. So I thought. That's what they would do. Uh, let us enjoy the first season, and then when a lot of the voice talent and production team is in Chicago, go ahead and make that announcement. But no, they went ahead and announced it with the release of this mid-season trailer, which has blown everybody away. Those of us who are fans of the show or cover the show, I mean, we were excited because we knew there was some stuff in there that we knew was coming, but just the general consensus on Twitter from casual fans is wow this is what the show is doing so I was really glad to see that hopefully get some new viewers and people who you know there's the there's the opportunity to catch up uh, for those who you know, have it available I'm still not sure about uh, international availability of the show um, but hopefully uh, people are able to see a lot of the show and catch up. Um, you know, all the episodes are on the Disney Now app. Um, Disney XD run, reruns the episodes quite a bit. So there's the opportunity to get caught up before we make this final push. 
and I've, I've got I went through the trailer frame by frame because there was it was so dense and just to see if I caught everything um, I was gonna run through uh, for a few minutes uh, it's not a very long episode but I, w I had to do an emergency broadcast to get this information out uh, it was in the first shot TIE fighters on Castellon flying towards the Colossus and the birds are around beautiful beautiful opening shot they, they picked a great one um, if you've listened to my review episodes uh, of each individual episode I, I brag on the the production art every every week and Amy Beth Christensen and her team uh, just do an outstanding job showing off the Colossus at different times of day in different weather conditions and, and to see TIE fighters for the first time on that planet that we've seen heading towards the Colossus at um, sunup or sundown was just beautiful. Uh, we do get a shot of Tora with uh, Team Fireball which heads towards my theory that she will uh, join up with Kaz and they'll you know they would be part of the resistance. And uh, we get what looks like BB-9E, and my son got very excited because he likes BB-9E. I, I don't, you don't know if that's exactly, you know, because there's other first-ordered ball droids that would look the same. And then we get um, a shot of the fireball in space, so whatever work that Poe had... Uh, the resistance due to the ship seems to have helped, um, but he and he's out in his X-wing, Kaz is out in the fireball. And they're investigating these planetoids that have been ripped apart, and they're in a system with no star. So you know, we know exactly where that is. Um, that Star Killer base uh, did a test fire, and that it used the sun in that system uh, for for the main weapon. Uh, it's actually something I had wondered about. I would love to see just like a short story or something about maybe they, when they were loading the weapon for Starkiller Base, they you they took the sun in a system but left the planets alone. And what if there was life on those planets? You know, how would you know what, what would the planets be like without a sun all of a sudden? clearly cold <laughs> um, but we're, we're going to get a glimpse of that in this and that's really awesome I didn't expect that uh, we get more shots of uh, another b major pirate attack at night maybe tr use of another triple dark uh, and then kind of the plot point of now that the first order is doing security with you know quotation marks bunny ears um, uh, they're doing security on the Colossus um, you know, because the, the aces couldn't properly fend off the pirate attack, Pyre is saying the First Order can provide the aerial security now. So that's why we see the TIE Fighters. And then they actually go to the extent of grounding the racers, where they put, like, docking clamps on the racers. And, you know, the aces aren't happy about it, so we get to see some protesting from them looks like we'll see more involvement from them, which is something Jonah, Jonah Marie and I talked about, that we want to see more of the aces. Um, 
uh, Kaz and Yeager are looking at a star map. Um, Yeager's talking about the First Order is going to go to war. There have been some translations of the Arabesh uh, on that map on um, Twitter. I'll, I'll leave that alone uh, just to see if you know it's revealed in the episode, like wh where they are looking at targets or seeing a like a path. There's this really great shot then of the children of Tahar with the Cheladai and Bucket and Niku and CB23 and the other ball droid. So clearly this is down in engineering. Um, that it's kind of giving the impression that once the First Order fully takes over that um, Kaz takes everyone kind of into hiding so they're in the lower decks clearly. Uh, and so Jonah Maria and I talked about it you know, she, she mentioned, you know, she'd like to see the, the children come back. And I mentioned, well, maybe there's a mission to Tahar. Well, we're getting some of that here. They're obviously, you know, going to talk to them. I'm glad the Cheladi are back. One of my favorite new species. And then, so we get the shocking moment when they're, you know, the trailers don't always mean exactly, but it looks like they're listening to Tora and Kaz are listening to Hux's speech in The Force Awakens. It looks like they use the actual audio that it is Dom Domhnall Gleeson. Uh, the bow down to the First Order uh, last day of the Republic speech. Uh, and you know, we, we clearly see the Stormtroopers watching it on a hologram. And this, this was in incredible. When, when I watched The Force Awakens, I never thought that it was a broadcast, uh, that, that he was broadcasting. I thought it was just a, a rally for the troops who were on the base and you know, getting them ready to go invade other systems. No, this was broadcast out, and it makes you wonder, you know, uh, was it just broadcast to planets wherever so they know that the First Order is meaning to take control. And it's also, we know that, it's, that this is the intersection point where The Force Awakens. That this show, at the end of the season, will be concurrent with the movies. And that's something I speculated on that I thought we would get with maybe four episodes to go in the season. Well, it's coming. And I am so excited. And that was, that was just a great way to, I think that's what got a lot of the casual fans who don't watch the show hooked when they saw the trailer, was like, oh, this, this actually does take place with the movie, or just right slightly after. Because I'm assuming the hologram's live, but it could have been a broadcast. And then, well, we see this, you know, structure coming out of the water, which at first we thought might have been another structure on Castellon. But it turns out, because, you know, I went back and watched frame by frame and, you know, I was looking at other shots for reference. No, and you see the shot later in the trailer. They submerged the Colossus to, to the point where the where Doza Tower is the only thing above the surface. And that's what we see in this one shot when the Upsilon class shuttle is coming in, is Doza Tower poking out of the water. It's the only thing not submerged. I'll get to that in a second.
Uh, quick shot of Craig and Gore. Um, no, okay, we do see that shot of BB-8 and CB-23 kind of... It looks like they're trying to grab each other in space to give you that dramatic effect of, oh, they're, you know, one of them's not going to survive and, um, you know, kind of a foreboding thing. Now, I actually think what my guess is that they eject themselves from their individual fighters and switch places um, because if you'll notice we get a lot of CB-23 with Kaz in this trailer I think this is the point where BB-8 rejoins Poe so that they can be together for the beginning of The Force Awakens and then Kaz takes CB-23 with him so they're just switching fighters in that shot I don't think it's any dramatic oh I gotta grab onto you so I don't lose you you know, yeah, yeah, they're. It might be like they're sad to see each other go, but it's not like one of them's about to die in that shot. I think it's just a switcheroo. Uh, now we get to see uh, like this gigantic seed creature, uh, which I think is in the uh, episode we're going to get to start off the second half. Uh, the ace is fighting the first order, which is going to be really awesome to have, have like a big dogfight between the aces and tie fighters. Now, Poe and Kaz arrive at these ruins in that same system where there's no star and we see the destroyed planetoids. Um, I will give credit to uh, Star Wars Explained. Uh, they did a reaction video. You know, their thought, could this be that planet in Rey's Force flashback where we saw the Knights of Ren? Um, or could this be Tahar? You know, it, uh, they came up with the, these thoughts on that. Um, I think either is very plausible. Um, but yeah, it looks like there will be some action in these ruins and get some more get some more information. Now we do see what looks like Tam being arrested by the First Order and then taken above their shuttle, aboard their shuttle. And there's also this really cool um, black female First Order officer with the the battle helmet that you see General Veers and where in Empire and Tarkin and Thrawn War on Rebels. Um, yeah, we hadn't seen anybody like that, so she, she looked really cool. Hopefully we get her in a kind of a major role. Um, but So we see Tam arrested. I'm sticking with my theory that she's the First Order spy and that this was the way to get her off the station. I bet, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe wrong, but my guess is that they take her aboard the shuttle, and as soon as the doors are closed and they're out of sight, she says, thank you for getting me off, and I've got stuff to tell you, and, or they thank her for all the intel. I still think she's a spy. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a great shot of a crashing freighter with smoke billowing out of it. Uh, we see Aunt Z with hype. Um... Now, Griff, we also see with the children of Tahar, so he, clearly he's in that little resistance group that had to run. Now, we actually see the shot of the Colossus being submerged. So, you know, does the First Order do it? Does, maybe Kaz goes down to engineering and the Cheladai know how to do it so that the it renders a lot of the station unusable by the First Order? A lot of questions there. I can't wait to see this episode. Uh, no, and we see, see Gorgs attacking stormtroopers. Uh, that looked really cool. Uh, the, the, the constant callback to the Gorgs, uh, you know, trying to eat, eat, you know, attack people who are trying to eat them. Uh, you know, they're going to be used. Uh, 
and, and I talked to Joan Marie about it. Dave Filoni doesn't, you know, there's no uh, uh, filler episodes. He, he always, you know, the stuff's always done for a point. And the, the Brandon Allman, Justin Ridge, the producers on this show are doing the same thing. Uh, all these things they've had before, like with the Gorgs, they're coming to use uh, with them attacking the Stormtroopers. Uh, they look like some, maybe like a First Order probe ship uh, that was um, Poe had to shoot out on, on that planet with the ruins. And uh, my, my son's favorite part of the whole trailer was the droid fight between uh, what looks like BB-9E and CB-23. Um, he, he's like, how can droids fight each other? I'm like, they can fight each other. You know, they're, they're trying to use their weapons. Uh, so, yeah, he was excited about that. Uh, there looks to be some sort of underwater chase with um, stormtroopers in scuba gear, and then Kaz uh, had, had like some mouth wear so he could breathe. And it looks like BB-8 or B, uh, CB-23 maybe is um, uh, like propelling along, trying to, so he can escape. Um, so it's nice that we get to see underwater on the Castellan, see what's under there, and then uh, Yeager is clearly in the dogfight between the aces and the TIE fighters. So, and you see Von Reg uh, on his tail. Uh, th yeah, I, I hope Yeager doesn't die right here, but that's kind of where my thought or, thoughts are going. But it's going to be great to see him fighting. And then uh, we see Niku and that huge sea creature from before in the trailer, but he's holding a little one. So I'm thinking this upcoming episode where um, Niku has the sea creature, maybe it's the baby of this huge one, and it, you know, the mom's coming to look for it, and that causes havoc on the Colossus. And then we, we get shots of Von Reg and the TIE Fighters attacking Poe and Kaz on that planet with the ruins. And that's it. Um, Resistance is back January 13th to finish out Season 1 and get us to Season 2. And I gotta cite that, you know, what Cass said in the in the show. We are the resistance now, and we are taking back the Colossus. So, it, it's a resistance in the true sense. First Order takes over the station, and they've got to get it back. And, and it, it's just going to be a wild ride the rest of the season. I am so excited! Can't wait. Get to review all of these. Uh, do it. I'll, I'll do a f whole season wrap up. And. Later this summer, I get to, we get to do it again. We get to we get a big review of season two. Enjoy it week by week. Man, I'm excited. It's been a good week for Star Wars. I've got other stuff to talk about, but this episode was just about the season two announcement and the trailer breakdown. I'll be right back in a few days with another episode review. Catch me on social media, Radio Dakar. I, I'm over the moon with this one. It's going to be a fun season. All right. That, that, that's it for me. I hope you enjoy it. Please go check out the mid-season review. I had a lot of fun with that. And there, like I say, there's some stuff we talked about that showed up in the trailer. Until next time, may the Force be with you.